Hey, this is Pastor Rafael Rodriguez. Welcome to Restore 2020 Podcast. Go ahead and choose a message. Be empowered, be equipped, be prepared to change your world for Christ Jesus. God bless you. Hello, Facebook Live. Hello, Restore 2020 Podcast. Uh, today I'm recording from the outside. This is my back patio. And I just, just decided to take this out side I'll take it somewhere different normally I would do it on my, on my in my closet my prayer closet but today I just want to focus on being out here and really enjoy the breeze the weather and I'm gonna do a quickly a test on the sound because I'm using a microphone because of all the noise around me and so quickly I'm just gonna sign on and see if you could actually hear me before I proceed. All right. I proceed. All right, so now you can hear me, which is good. That's a good thing. I want to focus today on the topic called guidance through the challenges of life. Guidance through the challenges of life. And, you know, I've been burdened, been having on my heart to begin praying and fasting and really getting deep into the scriptures, getting deep into the Word of God. And, you know, every day we have new news. Every day there's something different going on. We heard now of the recent thing that happened in Atlanta, Georgia, where the man got shot. He was supposed to have a drive-thru out of Wendy's and... They were testing him for alcohol, suppose he got a taser, and the cops shot him. And, you know, there's always something new happening. There's always something, some kind of challenge and difficulty that we're faced with with life. And so I've been praying really heavily on my heart, asking God, how can we, the church, respond in the world that we live in today? How can we, the church, do something and this pandemic, do something with the rioting, do something with all this stuff that's happening in just America, but also in the, in the world, how can we respond as a church? And I just, all I could do is continue to pray and fast and believe and get into scriptures and ask God for revelation of how we can make a difference, how we can step out there as believers in Jesus Christ. And so that led me to the foundation scripture I want to read today to you. And then I'm going to talk about a particular devotion, devotional book that I'm going through uh, for the next 52 days. I'm going to be going through this devotional book. I started it today. But the scripture I want to share with you today is out of Psalm 139, verse 3. It says, You see me when I travel, and when I rest at home, you know, you know everything I do. Again, you see me when I travel, and when I rest at home, you know everything I do. God sees us. And while we're moving, while we're making things happen in life. God sees us when we're projecting the things that He puts on our hearts to go out and do. And sometimes we hit a bump, we hear we hit a, a fork on a road, sometimes we hear we hit a, 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 a dividing path, like a wide path in a wide shape, and we don't know which way to go. But He sees us as we are traveling. And there's some things that He placed on our heart that we are striving to, going after, and sometimes that has to be stopped like a pandemic, 
COVID-19 type of situation or rioting and all this other stuff that's grabbing our attention. And it has to be, we have to put it to a hold. We have to stop where we're at. But God sees that. He sees when we are traveling. He sees us when we are stopped. And when I rest at home, well, over the last several months of this pandemic, people had to be at home. They had to be sheltered in place to protect all of us from the coronavirus. So he sees us while we are at rest at home. And, you know, little by little, things are starting to get lifted. Things, the bands are starting to get, you know, moved off. And things are getting better on the outside. But then there's been some recent cases of more coronavirus spread. And so, I just, for me, in my opinion, more people are being tested. And so, now we're having more of these... Uh, Statistics are going up higher. Also, if we are, you know, considering the amount of people who are gathering, protesting, rioting, looting, and all the stuff that we, people are responding to, well, they're exposing themselves to other people without even knowing who is, <laughs> who has the coronavirus. So naturally, it's going to spread. I'm not knocking anything. I'm not even saying, don't even read nothing on the line. I'm just saying, the more that we gather together, in public places with people we don't really know, the more we can be exposed to this. But that should not make us afraid, okay? Put, do what God has asked you to do. Me, I believe in peaceful protest, so I'm going to be all for that. Okay? I don't believe that it's godly to riot and loot and steal and rob and destroy. That's not a godly thing, so I'm not saying I promote that. I don't promote also racism. Racism is ungodly. I said that last week. It's not of God any form of racism whatsoever. I don't care if you're white, black, Spanish, Chinese, Asian, whatever. You, racism is wrong, ungodly, period. But I'm going back to the scripture, and it says, when I rest at home, when we have to stay shelter in place, when we have to stay behind doors, God sees that, and he knows everything I do. So God knows everything that you are doing now. In the midst of waiting, after you were traveling, you were heading towards the direction that God called you to go earlier this year, or maybe towards the end of last year. You had a vision for 2020. You had a 2020 vision. You had these great, exciting things for your church, or great, exciting things for your life, or great, exciting things for your job and your career. And you had this, all this mapped out, planned out, and it comes March, and all this stuff just begins to fall apart because we have a pandemic take control of the, the whole entire world. And everything had to be put at a standstill. And you're wondering, man, I was not prepared for that. I was not even ready for that to happen. I sure, I sure was hoping that this was going to be the year of breakthrough, the year of transformation, the year that God was going to do something. And here we are in the midst of the situation that we're in. And so today's topic is guidance through the challenges of life. We are facing some major challenges in our life. Now, Part of my praying, part of my fasting, I was looking at a devotional book. I say, no, Lord, I want to read the scriptures. I want to pray. And whatever you lay in my heart for scriptures, I want to journal that. I've been journaling what you put in my heart. And I want to meditate on that. And I want to pray a little thing. But I also want to look at some devotional books that are out there that could be give some guidance. And so I found this particular devotional book. It's by Phyllis Benegist. Um, at the time that she wrote this book, she was, her and her husband were the youth directors at Penn Florida District Council of the Assemblies of God in Florida. 
And um, now they are serving as missionaries overseas. They're in Belgium, Brussels area, they're serving as missionaries there. She was a recent pers uh, recovered person. She recently recovered from the coronavirus that she got from being overseas. She recently recovered from that. But God is doing great things. God you know, healed her. He's working on her. She's still recovering. Great things are happening, but she survived the COVID-19 um, a couple of months ago over there where she's at and on the mission field. But when they wrote this book, when she wrote this book, they were the DYDs, District Youth Directors for the Assembly of God of Penn, Florida District Council. And the title of the book is Intimate Moments with the Shepherd, Guidance Through the Challenges of Life. What a what a what a on topic uh, devotional to be reading for a time like this. And like I said, I was searching, I was looking for not only scripture references and prayer time, but also looking for a devotional book. And I looked through my my bookshelf and I found this. And it's actually <laughs> here's the interesting thing. When I opened it, it was actually written to my late mother-in-law. She signed it. Phyllis did sign it. Wrote it, signed it for her. Uh, Judy, many blessings to you as you follow the shepherd in his love. And she wrote down Phyllis. If you haven't known already, my mother has gone home to be with the Lord back in 2017, uh, July 20th, 2017. She passed away of cancer. And I believe my mother in law either gave me this book before she passed away or it was there and I was given permission to take it, but I had the opportunity to. So now that I had this book personally signed by Phyllis and look at this devotion on a daily basis. And so here, there's actually 52 chapters. So it could be 52 days. I'm going to read one a day on reading with, about intimate moments with the shepherd. Intimate moments with the shepherd. The foundational scripture. You are, you see me. When I travel, Lord. This is a written by David. And when I rest at home, you know everything I do. He sees us in a time of our resting. He sees us in a time of our sitting still. He sees us and he wants to guide us and direct us every step of the way. So I'm going to go over chapter 1 with you. And I may be even doing this next Sunday as well. And for however long, I feel like it's a great thing to share. Um... I'm going to go over this. This is chapter 1. It says the roadmap. Chapter 1, the roadmap. There's actually a picture of a road there. It's a wide road. And I'm going to explain to you what the picture represents as I read this. So it says, life is complex. There are so many paths to follow and so many different solutions to each problem. The stress of making the right choices in life can be overwhelming and cause to second guess each one cause us to second guess each one a GPS which is a satellite guided roadmap and a box to guide the automobile driver to his destination we have the, the technology has produced that it gives guidance it gives direction we depend so much on GPS's to get to where we have to go and you know back in the day when it first came out when this book was written it was actually a box that was actually a uh, part that was created as a GPS, but now we have those built in our phone. We can use that on our phone. So, but it has produced the GPS. 
the technology to guide us to wherever we go. And I depend on that a lot. When I go somewhere when I'm not familiar with, I put on my GPS on my phone and I, I put it on my car and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm following that GPS because I hate being lost. And I take, make sure I take the turns when I take them and I make sure I'm, I'm looking, as a matter of fact, when I'm driving, I'm actually looking at the screen as I'm driving because I want to be actually ahead of the GPS and know what's my next move. And so I could get dependent on that. But the GPS that she's talking about is actually, actually the voice of the shepherd. Here's what it says. How wonderful it would be to have a clearly marked roadmap from the sky above to guide our lives and leave no guesswork. And then she says, oh, that's right. There is. Well, that's God. That's the voice of the shepherd. That's the Lord and those of us who have a relationship with him. He is our guide. He's the one that clearly marked the roadmap for us and gives us directions as we wait, as we be still as we are asking him to lead us in the times that we are faced with. The shepherd was leading his flock down a path but stopped when he came to a wide road, like the one on here, when he came to a wide road. After a while, the sheep became restless. Some started down one path and some down the other, yet he waited. A few stayed with the shepherd and he smiled at them. Finally, all the sheep but one started down one of the paths. They either went to the left or they went to the right. Still, the shepherd waited. The one trusting sheep began stomping his hooves impatiently, wanting to produce or proceed on a journey. Waiting was difficult. Waiting is difficult. Whenever we have to wait, it's challenging, right? We're so used to being running full speed, going fast, going going 100 miles an hour. And now with this pandemic, there's places that are still closed, churches that are still not able to meet, restaurants that are still closed, businesses that can't have business. We can't, you know, some of us depend on those businesses to get some of the stuff that we have to do, and we having to wait, which is difficult. And like the sheep, we're waiting. Suddenly, a third path, golden and bright, appeared between the two paths, and the shepherd motioned for the lone sheep to come with him. He found the, the path showed up. He's, talking, he's saying, come. The sheep that had started down the wrong path only a short time before, before were able to turn around and join the shepherd. However, some had traveled too far to observe where the shepherd was now leading. What became of them? No one knows except the shepherd. However, we know that the, the, the character of the shepherd and he will seek them out, calling each one to follow him. Sometimes we get so far ahead in our journey. We get tired of waiting. We get so far ahead. We get so far away from the voice of the shepherd, God, Jesus Christ, the voice of the shepherd that we get lost. And the shepherd that we serve, the Lord Jesus, knows where to find us. He begins to find us. He begins to call us by, by name. Which means that you can never get so far out of God's hand, God's direction for your life, or God's plan for your life. You cannot get so far lost without Him 
finding you and calling you by name. But here's the thing. Sheep know the voice of their shepherd. And if you don't recognize the voice of God when he speaks to you, then you're going to continue walking along the path lost. We have to learn to stop, wait patiently, be still, listen to the voice of God, listen to the voice of our Father, listen to the voice of our Shepherd, and when He calls us, we must turn around and get back on track. We have to respond to His voice. And He'll keep pursuing us, and He'll keep coming after us, and He'll keep looking for us until we follow His voice, until we turn and be obedient to Him. The best thing about that is, as long as you're breathing, as long as you're alive, He could constantly pursue you. But, whenever your time is up, and you go into eternity, it stops. It's too late. So I'm going to encourage you, while you're still alive, while you're still breathing, while you still have your health, while you still have your job, or while you still have your your church, or while you still have your friends or your personal relationship with God, when He's calling out to you, listen to Him and be obedient and turn to the direction that He's calling. Shepherds, when they called out the sheep, they could hear Him from a distance, and they learn from listening to His voice, which where from where He's calling from. And sometimes when you're so far out, God's calling your name, and you can hear Him from a distance. And we've got to learn to listen and respond and begin to travel on the path that He wants us to travel to walking. He's the GPS. He, gives, he shows us to get right back on track. His voice is what leads us to what His plan and purpose is for our life. We all are created with a destiny, and God has a plan for every single one of us. When we find ourselves agonizing over life, life decisions, it is possible that we have lost sight of the shepherd. The psalmist David lived with the assurance about our shepherd. He said, you chart the path ahead of me and tell me where to stop and rest. Every moment you know where I am. That's Psalm 139, what I started off with, verse 3, but this is the Living Bible version of it. He said, you chart the path ahead of me and tell me where to stop and rest. Every moment you know where I am. So every time the Lord says to stop and rest, Every time the Lord says to be still, He knows that we are waiting. He knows where we're at. And sometimes we can wait so long for God to speak to us and give us direction that we begin to become impatient. And we begin to let the devil get us to think that we are forgotten. That God has continued to move on and kind of left us right there. Uh, we think about shepherds and sheep. The shepherd, his main job is to protect the sheep, to take care of them, to look after them. And I don't know. I mean, I'm not a shepherd, but I don't know if any shepherd would actually leave a sheep behind because the sheep is not responding and they say, you know what? Forget that sheep. I got other sheep to worry about. I'm going to go and just keep on going upon my going on my journey. I'm willing to bet that the shepherd is going to take at least some time to find that sheep, spend as much as his time he can to find that sheep, to look for that sheep. And if he doesn't find them, he could be worried about that sheep. He could be concerned about that sheep. He's going to be wondering what's going on. But the shepherd that we serve, he knows where we're at. He knows that we are waiting for him. He knows that we are waiting for him to give us the direction to lead us. 
as I mentioned, the one sheep in this particular story that stood behind, waiting. Yeah, he was, he was getting impatient. The sheep was getting impatient, frustrated, waiting. But he stood and wait, waited, stood and waited until the shepherd told him to come on. And some of us are waiting for the shepherd to tell us to come on. Here's what Psalm 1611 says, You have made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. God will make known to us. David's saying, you have made known to me the, the path of life. God wants to show us the path to life. And that's the relationship with him and the plan and purpose that he has for us, the destiny that he's chosen for us. He wants us to know that, and he could have showed that to us, but we have to be willing to be still and listen to what he has to say. And I'm going to tell you something. That's easier said than done because I myself, I, I'm very impatient. I, I want things to happen right away. I, I'm struggling. I, I, I hate waiting. I hate waiting for somebody to call me. I hate waiting for somebody to pick me up as I'm depending on somebody for a ride. I just do not like to wait, especially for too long. I'm very, very impatient. I don't know where I get that from. Maybe from my, my dad and my, I think mostly from my father. Um, but I just, I can't, can't stand waiting. But it's in the waiting that God is beginning to shape us He's beginning to mold us. He's begin beginning to prepare us. He's developing us so that when He finally calls us to walk again on the path that He's chosen for us, we are prepared to walk through it all the way to the end. We are prepared to walk through it through all the bumps in the road. Because when we call to do something for God and He calls us for our, 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 our lifetime that we have on earth, but we don't even know how long that's going to be. Even though you're on the right path that God's called you, and even though you're traveling down that, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have any problems, difficulties, challenges. It doesn't mean that. But when you do, you are already prepared because you stood waiting for God to lead you to that path, and He's developed you. He's strengthened your character. So when you do face those challenges and difficulties, you can walk, continue to walk and not grow weary and continue to do what He's called you to do, what He's destined you to do. So the waiting is not always bad. The waiting prepares us to be able to walk longer, for a longer time, in the path that He chose us. The waiting prepares us for us to be stronger, for when we walk in down that path, we are able to face every challenge and every difficulty, and face it with grace, and face it with strength, and, and, and persevere. That's why sometimes He wants us to wait, because He wants us to be ready. It seems logical, then, for us to wait for his direction when we come to a why. Or why, like why, end the road. However, we often become impatient to move on or feel pressure to do so, especially in today's day and age. We wanna we gotta do everything fast, everything's gotta be quick, 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 you know? But it's easy to and here's the thing, it's easy to envy the manner in which the Lord led the Israelites to the promised land in the book of Exodus. He got it done with a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. It required only that they follow it. Yet somehow, these blessed people found it in their hearts to complain about almost everything. And that's in Exodus 13, 20-23. In our smugness, we consider them rude and ungrateful. We would give anything, consider them, uh, we would give anything for that pillar to lead us. However, we possess so much more. Where is our cloud, our pillar of fire, our rope map? The Bible, with 66 books of guidance and direction, 
is our roadmap. It is written expressly for each of us, for each of us, and is an interactive link to heaven, a live chat with God. For the word of God is alive and powerful. That's what it says in Hebrew 14, from I mean 4:12. For the word of God is alive and powerful. I take that as even though that, that particular passage of scripture was written many, many years ago, thousands of years ago, the word of God is alive and powerful. That means that God's speaking to me through that word that's written in Hebrew 12. He's speaking to me. His word is alive and it applies to me and it's also powerful. He speaks to me when I need him to speak and it's powerful when, I'm, when I trust that what his word is saying and he's going to turn the situation around because his word has, powerful, his power, has power. At the, at the same moment, when we most need his guidance, never too early and never too late, the Lord leads us to the very words that would direct our course or encourage our hearts. As we chat with him in prayer, he confirms his word in our hearts through the Holy Scriptures. That's why it's important to read the word of God, pray and read the scriptures, meditate on that. And through the Holy Spirit. Imagine the overwhelming joy in the heart of the one trusting sheep when the dirt path appeared in all its glory. The right path was evident. So it is with us when we face decisions, which job, which house, which church, which friends. We wait reading God's word and praying until our shepherd reveals a path, a path, perhaps one we did not know existed that shines brighter and brings peace to our hearts. Some of you are watching right now, you're trying to decide what house you're going to buy. Some of you are watching right now, you're trying to decide what, what job do I want. Some of you are watching right now, you're trying to decide what church or what friend. And while we wait in and reading God's word and praying, our shepherd will reveal to us perhaps one that we didn't have no ex idea existed. And that will shine brighter and bring peace to our hearts. Because he revealed to us exactly what we needed. It may not always be the most attractive path. Sometimes the least attractive path is the one that God wants us to walk through. But his mark of righteousness makes us compelling. His mark of rightness makes us compelling. Makes it compelling. Like the first gleam of dawn, which shines ever brighter unto the full light of day. That's Proverbs 4.18. Like the first gleam of dawn, which shines ever brighter unto the full light of day. The light that shines brighter all throughout the day. The light that shines. The shepherd that guides us in the moments through the challenges of life, the shepherd that leads us down the right path. And so that's the end of chapter one of this roadmap that she was talking about. We are all waiting. We're waiting for this pandemic to finish. We're waiting for all this rioting and looting and all this chaos that's happening around our world for solutions to the problem. We're waiting for this, all this chaos to stop. But while we're waiting and we're looking for solutions to the problems, I began this this message, I began this Facebook Live post talking about praying for God to give us answers, to give us direction on how do we respond in the world that we live in today. How can we, the church, the people of God, can respond in a way that's going to make an impact, that's going to make a difference. And while I'm waiting, praying and believing and trusting that God is going to give direction to all those who seek Him in the midst of this challenges, these difficulties that we face with, and he could have given us the answers, and he could have given us the solution, and when we respond in obedience and begin to go 
and the ways that he called us to go and do what he called us to do, we're going to make a difference. And the church is going to impact so many people's lives. I'm going to end this podcast. I'm going to end this live post with a prayer. And I want you to join me in prayer. First of all, if you're watching this and you have yet to give your life to Jesus, and all this chaos around you, you have no peace in your heart, it's hard enough to have peace when you are a follower of Christ, but how much more difficult it is for people, those, for those who have never given their life to Jesus, don't know where to stand with God. If they die today, don't know where, where they're going. That's a, that's a very stressful thing to think about. But just right now, I'm going to give you the opportunity to ask Jesus into your heart, and I'm going to end with a prayer as we close out this time together. So repeat after me. Dear Jesus, today I surrender my life to you. I ask you to forgive me of my sins, to cleanse me from all my unrighteousness. Help me today to walk in your ways, not worried about my job, not worried about friends, not worried about finances or any difficult thing that we're, I'm faced with right now but to trust you to be still and listen to your voice I accept you as Lord and Savior of my life in Jesus name Amen and if you pray that prayer for the first time welcome to the family of God look for a Bible believing church that may be meeting online or meeting in person Join that church so you can grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. But I'm going to close out with a prayer right now for all of us as we are trusting in a shepherd and looking for guidance during the challenges we face in life. Father God, we come before you right now. And I pray for all of us that are watching or those who will be watching later on or those who will be listening by podcast. I pray right now in Jesus' name you see where we're at. You see some of us had to be still. And know that you are God. We have to wait. And waiting is not always fun. It's not always easy. I don't like to wait. And I know many other people don't like to wait, Lord God. In the world that we live in, we can have everything at our fingertips. We can have everything accessible to us right away. Like this live uh, Facebook post. You know, it's, it's quick. It's accessible. But Lord, help us to wait on you. Help us to wait patiently for the direction that we are needing to have. Lord, my cry, my, my prayer today is that you would let all of us show us how every single one of us can make a difference in the world that we live in today Lord God in the chaos around us how we can help with the pandemic help people bring peace to them help feed people help make a difference how we can help with the chaos that are happening in the street how we can make a difference Lord and I begin I pay I believe it begins with prayer but also Lord God may we respond with actions for actions speak louder than words so, Lord, give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We're asking you, we're praying in faith, believing that you will show us the way, Lord God. Show us the way to bring peace. And, Lord, that when we do things, we are going to do things by your word. The Bible says to put on the mind of Christ, Lord, which is possible for every single one of us to do that. But, Lord, we have to empty, empty of ourselves. We have to spend time with you in prayer and in your word, seeking your face so that our mind could be transformed. Transform us by the renewing of our minds, Lord. 
All of us can be led by emotion. We can be led by feelings. I don't like the chaos that's happening. I don't like the rioting. I don't like the, the, the looting. I don't like the pandemic spreading and people dying. I don't like it at all, Lord God. And I, I, I do want to respond at times with anger. But Lord, I'm praying that I have the mind of Christ, the mind that's never anxious, never worried, never, never angry, slow to anger, abiding in love. That's the mind of Christ to help us to be Put on the mind of Christ to have your mind as we face these challenges and difficulties that we are faced with right now. And I pray right now in Jesus' name that you would do something supernatural. Begin your work on this June Sunday, June 14, 2020. Begin your work now and begin to show us, Lord God, what you desire for us to do. And may we respond in obedience. Let us be like the one sheep in the story, Lord, that we don't go ahead of you until you motion us to go. Let us not be like the other sheep who went on one path and the other ones went on the other. Some of them got so far out, Lord, that they even they couldn't hear your voice. They couldn't hear the voice of the shepherd. They, they were lost. But let us be like the sheep, Lord, that are not so far out, that we can hear your voice, that we don't drown your voice when you speak to us with other things, with our own way, but that we will be submissive and obedient to you. And when you call us, we listen, we respond. And we come back to the path that you chose for us. And we come back to relationship with you. And we honor you every step of the way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you guys. I didn't mean to go so long. But I love doing this kind of stuff. It's exciting. And I'm just going to say God bless you. Enjoy your time together. I'm outside my porch. I'm not in my prayer closet today. There's flies flying around. There's bees flying around me. That's all good. It's all good. God's <laughs> taking care of me. But I just wanted to share that. I don't know why I did, but I did anyway. But God bless you guys, and have a good rest of your day. Peace out. Thank you for listening to this message. If you enjoyed it, go ahead and hit the subscribe button on the podcast or share it with somebody by taking a photo and sending it by text message or share it with the link below. And they'll be able to click on it and enjoy the message as well. Thank you very much. I'll see you next time.